on what should have been the most peaceful morning of a most unpeaceful year. Christmas in Nashville was one more confirmation of a world coming apart at the seams. This could have been the greatest mass murder in the history of Tennessee. by the good people at the Podbelly Network. My fellow Americans, we are fortunate to be alive. They need them to protect us from the number one killer in history. Protect us from the Central University. A study on the wise killed 290 A study on Alright everybody, welcome to episode 241 of the Art and Jacob Do America podcast. I'm your host, in the place to be, Mr. Jacob P, on a Christmas week. And sitting right across from me is not the Brown Recluse Mr. Art Trail, however, we'll get into that in just a second. But, before we do guys, I want to give a shout out to both of our sponsors. First up, Caveman Coffee. Hey guys, if you're feeling sluggish in the morning and you want to have a nice cup of coffee, you don't want that bullshit the Folgers or fucking um, any of those fucking store-bought brands uh, give you. If you want to have some good quality tasting coffee that'll get you, put a little pep in your step, guys, go ahead and check out Caveman Coffee. Guys, go to cavemancoffee.com. Check out their wide variety of coffees, teas, hibiscus drinks. Uh, I personally mess with the Nitro Cold Brew, which gets me going in the morning every time I go to the gym. I'm still hopping off of that, as you can tell, uh, I just got done doing a fantastic workout with last week's guest, Mr. Chris McGlue. Uh, but guys, check it out. Uh, find something that you like. Uh, it. By the time you hear this episode, it's going to be Christmas week, so it might be too late unless you pay an extra $40 for shipping uh, to get that. But hey, maybe a late Christmas present, maybe a Kwanzaa present. Hey, maybe a New Year's Eve present. Or fuck it, maybe just get ahead of Valentine's Day and get yourself uh, a Valentine's Day present from uh, Caveman Coffee. But whatever you find, guys, put that in your cart. Enter promo code AMERICA, the home of the free, land of the brave. Uh, enter promo code AMERICA, and Caveman Coffee will give you 15% off your entire purchase. Uh, but guys, we have another sponsor, guys. Uh, the great and powerful Nicole Smith Bosch has uh, blessed us, kind of like the Virgin Mary. You know, uh, sure. <laughs> speaking of Christmas, For sure. uh, blessed us with uh, her sponsorship with her clothing brand. Uh, guys, I'm talking about SucraApparel.com. If you want to stay fresh and clean like Andre 3000 from Outcast, uh, head on over to SucraApparel.com where her, she has a wide variety of merchandise that she designed herself. The great and powerful independent woman herself designed all of these uh, designs. And if you want to check these designs out on a very handsome and chiseled man, guys, head on over to my boy Jesus Fuentes' Instagram 
at jpoint33 where he pretty much owns her entire catalog uh, so check that out get something that you like okay christmas is coming birthdays or whatever you just want to look fresh and fly or whatever uh, put it in your cart, enter promo code Art and Jacob, and the great and powerful Nicole Smith Bosch will give you 10% off your entire purchase. But guys, my mouth is very dry. <laughs> that was a lot of talking. Usually I have art to fucking rely well, on. I, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I was going to take over because that's our sponsor as well. But, you know, I was like, I'm not going to cut you off, bro. It's, it's your show. Let, <laughs> let, let you handle it. You know, let you take care of it. Well, I got to introduce you. You no, know what I'm saying? Sure, I can't just let sure. a random ass voice oh, come on the podcast. Sure. Like, like, no. uh but guys we're not here to talk about handsome uh mexican-american men named jesus uh fuentes or coffee and how i'm hyped up on that shit right now and my thoughts are running faster than my mouth can move believe it or not uh but guys we're here to talk about uh, a very special christmas episode this week but before we do i want to introduce our special guest i put out the bat signal i didn't have the brown recluse (laughs) art trail this week and so I decided to say, hey, Jordan, from the Words Are Hard podcast, What's up? one of our one of our uh, spinoff podcasts, if you will, uh, why don't you make your official debut on the Art and Jacob Do America podcast and tell me a Christmas story? Oh, a Christmas story? Like as in presents I got or something? What you mean a Christmas story? What you like Ebenezer on? Scrooge or something? Or Ebenezer Screw? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't have a book, bro, to read this out. But, uh, you know, yeah, um, I appreciate you calling me up, bro. Uh, help you out with this podcast, you know, obviously. We wouldn't be around, bro, if it wasn't for you. So, uh, you know, thank you. Thank you for everything you've done for us and continue to do for us because, you know, there's times we still need help. It's like, Jacob, (laughs) bro, how do we do this? Sometimes I'll text you like at four in the morning when I'm going to work. Like, Jacob, how do you think about this? Like, you know, you'll help me out, bro. So I appreciate you, bro, a lot. Uh, Helped out my brother's podcast when we were doing ours. But, you know, have technical difficulties over over there right now. But I appreciate you a lot, bro. So, uh, yeah, make my uh, official debut on the actual podcast instead of just a patreon <laughs> so yeah I'm, ex- I'm excited man especially with this topic really excited yeah so uh, a little background uh if you will the holidays are a very hectic time i myself have a little family here and uh as well as art you know he's got you know his family stuff that he's going through so sometimes it's hard to come together like butt cheeks and create good content for the millions and millions bless your soul uh my sweet child uh, but sometimes we can't um come together and bring you content every single week. So um, these last two weeks, you know, I've had, you know, other people come through. And uh, I hit up Jordan. I was like, hey, I don't know if I'm going to have Art on this week or not. Uh, do you have any ideas just in case Art can't come through? And this dude hit me up with like a whole fucking laundry <laughs> list of fucking topics. And this one that we're going to talk about today really caught my eye. That's because the first one, too. Yeah, it really caught my eye just because it kind of encapsulates everything that Art and I have been talking about throughout the years um as you'll see once we get into the topic and talk about you know homeboys motives and whatnot um but um yeah jordan appreciate uh you coming on and suggesting this topic for sure for sure yeah so you want to go ahead and jump into it oh uh, yeah bro i mean however however you want to get into this let's do it i mean obviously we can start with its name we start where it happened we start well, any way you want let's do it bro any way you want it, that's the way you'll get oh, it. I, I, that was the, that's what you need or something like that, but cool. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't remember either. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what 80s, 80s song, no? 90s yeah, song, something Journey. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Way, way too long ago, I don't remember. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out later. But um, anyways, guys, we're here to talk about the Nashville Christmas bombing of 2020. So uh, about this time last year, obviously, it happened on yeah, Christmas, Christmas Day of 2020. Day. Um, there was this humongous bombing that took place. 
And I, a lot of people that covered it um, after the fact, because there's a lot of podcasts that covered it like literally like one or two days exactly. after the fact. And then maybe like four sources I could find actually covered it, you know, like in July, August, after all the smoke settled and everything was figured out. And everybody kind of said the same the thing same too. Exact thing, yeah. And I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, you kind of forget that this event happened because literally two weeks later, the storming of the Capitol happens and it kind of overshadows every news story that happened, you know, previous to this. So, but it's a pretty important story. Right. No, I mean, and then especially because I was listening to uh, the, the way that Nashville got hit last year was pretty big. You know, they had the, uh, they had the tornado that mm-hmm. hit in Nashville. They also, I believe, had like a flooding that happened there. And then, uh, on this bombing so it's like mm-hmm. and then covid on top of that right. yeah i mean with everything shutting down and shit so yeah and last year was just a bad year for nashville <laughs> yeah nashville was not the the place of happy tunes of uh the country sounds like country yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but um yeah so what happened uh christmas uh 2020 around 6 30 a.m and a bomb went off uh in downtown nashville um on 166 second avenue north um right next to an at&t network facility uh, but before this around 1 a.m an rv drove up with a car bomb obviously parks right next to this at&t uh network facility and it just, just kind of stays there right and now paint a picture if you will i'm picturing this in my head it's christmas more early, super early christmas morning basically yeah. christmas eve still it, ju- it just became christmas yeah yeah, it just became Christmas. The baby Jesus, you know, just flies out of, you know, the Virgin Mary's <laughs> womb at this point. <laughs> to some people. Yeah, for some people. Uh, check out the Words Are Hard podcast. Find out the real birthday of Jesus. Uh, but I- I'm assuming that, you know, people are at, you know, um, you know, in-law's house or family's house or, you know, they're sitting down watching a movie or, hey, maybe they're asleep, you know, waiting for, you know, Christmas morning to take place. So I'm assuming that the streets are pretty empty. And you got to think downtown Nashville, th- those big cities like that, they're not necessarily like uh, busy during the holidays because those cities are mostly where people go to work right. and then they go home to like the suburbs or they go home to like, you know, Nebraska small or towns, yeah. yeah, or whatever. Right. So you got to think like it's, it's pretty, it's pretty desolate at this time. Obviously there's people that live like in apartments above like some of these businesses. So, so there's still people like in right. the facility. Uh, but for the most part, when you see, you know, uh, CCTV, CCT video footage of, uh, this event it's it's pretty barren and that's why well then also at this time like we were talking about earlier covid's going around correct so uh, instead of a bar like normally because this is actually really like downtown in the dead center so it's like instead of bars being open at 2 3 a.m which because mm-hmm. in uh nashville they close at 3 a.m oh wow there. so instead of them being open covid's going around they actually had a mandate of closing at 10 they had okay a curfew, so they had it closed by 10 so think about it the streets are empty by maybe 11 mm-hmm. you know because by then that's the time everyone's done cleaning up and so no later than 12 so that person that drove up was already made sure the streets were cleared nobody on the streets unless maybe you're a homeless person or something like that but mm-hmm. other than that you weren't on the streets at all correct so yeah at 1 30 yeah it's, it's pretty dead yeah but um it was crazy uh because how is that the only uh camera angle that we saw from oh that, from that video you know, that's the only one they bring up and they say at one thirty. Yeah. And there's cameras all over that, all over that street, you know, yeah. which we're, we're, I mean, obviously we've seen the videos and stuff like that. There's cameras all over that street. How is that the only video that they show us? Maybe it's the only one that survived. 
like I said, there we saw uh, the uh, explosion from multiple multiple <laughs> uh, things. I'm pretty sure that you know. Yeah, true. So th- that it kind of weirds me out, bro. So the thing with this, it's a big conspiracy theory. I think. Mm-hmm. You no. Know, and you uh, sent me some episodes that yeah. were going down that rabbit hole of like, oh, this is the government, you know, yeah. and. I kind of just laughed it off because I mean conspiracies are fun and for sure. But every every little every little situation is gonna have a conspiracy. Correct. You know, I broke my toe and everyone was like, "How'd you break your toe?" Yeah. Uh, you know, what happened uh, there? Yeah. Uh, you know exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah, but um, to to keep following the narrative, about four or five hours later, um, nine one one gets um all these calls about gunfire in the mm-hmm. area, about you know bursts of three, uh, almost like like Tommy guns going off in the yeah. air and whatnot. Uh, followed by a female robotic voice saying, All buildings in this area must be evacuated now. If you can hear this message, evacuate now. As well as, Your primary objective is to evacuate these buildings now. Oh, you got into it deep like that. Yeah, I, I still I, got I, that caveman coffee in my blood, baby. No, but I'm just saying, like, I didn't even know that exactly everything said. I just know that it said, like, evacuate. Mm-hmm. Dang, so, like, man, that was good. Yeah, I got, you, I got you, baby. I got you, baby. But uh, so it's it said that message about four or five hours later, as well as you know the the burst of gunfire, right? Uh, but then it started a fifteen minute countdown, and in between the countdown, it would switch to a song "Downtown" by Patula Clark. So this song's before my time as well as yeah. your time as well. But everybody knows this song. You know, it's mm-hmm. always like when you're alone and life is fucking you up. <laughs> downtown <laughs> you know everybody knows that song you know For what i'm sure. saying it's like a grandma and grandpa classic right there but um when you look at the lyrics it they're pretty depressing you know yeah i i mean i don't really know the song like that but i was hearing on a podcast how it talks about like a girl like uh like leaving him or something like that and so he goes downtown or something like yeah it's it's a it's a lot of like basically if you're depressed it's a depressing song right if you're depressed and lonely and life is yeah. i mean it doesn't say this exactly but life is fucking you in the ass with right. no vaseline for sure just go downtown where the, you know there's life it's bubbly and whatnot and it'll get you get you on the right track and yeah. whatnot but it was a little suspicious so um police um the first police that respond uh they obviously they're going to respond right away because if shots fire downtown, you want to make sure you're right there. Right. And they discover the RV and they hear this message and immediately and shout out to the police. And this is very much in a time period, you know, after the whole, you know, you know, black lives matters movement, like where I'm hating on the police, everybody's hating on the police. But you know, these police were just like, Oh shit, this is probably a fucking, you know, a bombing situation. Mm -hmm. And we got to get these motherfuckers the hell out. And you see, like, the body cam footage of, like, I believe there's, like, four officers clearing out. I think it was a total of six. Okay. Well, initially it was four. Then it ended up being six. Then it ended up being, like, 500. Right. But they, like, go from, you know, apartment to apartment getting everybody out. And they're doing a a good job of it because they're not, you know, saying, like, there's a fucking bomb out here. You need to get your asses out there. They're like, hey, you guys aren't in trouble. Stay calm. We need you to exit out and go down the block. And they had one dude, like, you know, posted up, um, you know, directing people where to go. Like, hey, um, just stay in this area until we say it's okay. Very professional. Very professional. And meanwhile, another one's, like, on the phone saying, like, getting the bomb squad on. And they're listening to this countdown. They're like, holy shit, we got 10 minutes. Yeah. We got five minutes. And then within – and this is, like, the scariest part. Like, when you YouTube the video, Uh two of the officers – they actually go up to the van 
we're not really up to the van. Well, but across the street, but yeah, still yeah, close enough, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. To, to fuck around and find out. Mm-hmm. And they see that oh, the RV has like a camera that's monitoring their every movement, and they're like, oh. they're like, holy shit, we need to get the fuck out of here because this thing's about to go off any minute now mm-hmm. and you can hear it too like um it was like everybody evacuate now i do not want to hurt anybody right and so by 6 30 a.m the whole rv explodes uh eight people are injured not injured in the in the way that like uh we covered the boston marathon right. uh, bombing or the oklahoma city bombing oklahoma obviously city, yeah. uh but um with minor injuries um, and then 41 businesses are severely damaged and actually one building, which was across the street actually collapses, uh, as well as it shut down the whole downtown area for five days. So it didn't, oh, that whole area didn't actually open up to the public for until December 29th. Mm-hmm. Um, so little, little story. I was there, uh, January 30th, bro. So it was still closed off. Oh wow! So like for it to say that like it was open, the street was actually still closed off. Okay. I didn't know what the heck happened, you know, because I, I didn't even know about this topic to be honest with you. I learned about this topic because of my sister, because she did a report on it. So like this was just a couple of days ago, you know, and it was um like I said I was there January January twenty ninth January thirtieth something like that right. It's so like a month basically. Yeah, after basically the fact. basically a month after, and that road was still closed, bro. Wow. So I could tell you that for sure because I got picked up by my uh, by my Lyft or Uber at that location. Holy on, shit! On the, cor- <laughs> on the corner of that location, so that's how I know that that road was closed for sure. And then I looked up like say like you go to Google Maps right now, mm-hmm. you can look it up, and that area is like closed off. Wow. Yeah. So for for them to say like it's open now, it shows that it's still closed. So that, that's today pretty, today that's, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Oh wow. So I'm year. I'm sure they're still doing a whole bunch of remodeling stuff with especially with the building collapsing and everything like that too. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they're still doing a bunch of remodeling on it. And when you look at it on paper, you're like, oh, okay, only eight people were injured. Oh, okay, that, that's not too bad. But right. I mean, still, you gotta think shrapnel coming at you. Yeah. Like, like I skid my knee, I'm about to cry. <laughs> you know, kind of I'm, thing. I'm not gonna lie. So I saw a video of a, a gentleman. He was still in his apartment. Oh wow! And he woke up and he's like, "What the heck's going on?" And his apartment was right above from where the uh, the RV exploded, which is pretty scary, bro. Because I know if that was me, I'd freak the heck out. Oh hell yeah! You know, and um, if we were talking, uh, you brought up the video of the officers. It was really scary to see that they were probably like a minute or two away from it actually exploding from when it Correct. really did explode. That's scary. Balls, baby. That, that is balls. scary, dude. Yeah. And uh, it freaked me out how the officer, like, he still remained calm and still just put on his vest and he walked up to it. And I'm like, bro, I'd be freaking fuck out. Like, that. what the fuck happened here? Oh, ducking it. Like, bro, like, <laughs> yeah. that was crazy. So, yeah, shout out to them. When you see that body cam footage, you're like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. they were doing the Lord's work that night. For sure, for sure. <laughs> and, um, like, you know, like you're saying, shout out to them because people are running out the apartments. Like, they're still directing people. The guy's carrying his daughter mm-hmm. and they're still in their pajamas. And he's like, what happened? Where do we go? She's like, go, just go to your car, go that way. Like, and can you imagine, like, okay, if it's a random Tuesday yeah. in March or whatever, like that's still scary, right? But to happen like on Christmas, you guys have already gone through COVID, you mm-hmm. know, everything that's like that. I mean, that to me, like that just it, like amplifies the situation even more, right? You know, because like your emotions are totally in a different space. Well, then it's Christmas. I mean. What, what's Christmas? The most joyful holiday of the year. Correct. So it's like, you know, like how we were saying earlier, you, you get with your families, everyone gets together, and you, you want to have the best time ever, you know, the best Correct. time possible, the happiest time you can have 
of the whole year, even if the whole year was shit, like 2020 was, and kind of 2021 was too, <laughs> yeah. you want to be with your family and just have a great time. Correct. And, uh, for that to happen, and then be woken up on Christmas Day, you know, probably at that time, people are probably waking up to start opening their presents because it's 6.30. Mm-hmm. People probably, you know, that that's scary, bro. And not only that, but you don't even get in to to your own house Mm -hmm. until five days later. Or like Jordan was saying, a whole month later, it was still closed off. Like, that's got to be fucked up as well, you know? Yeah, I mean, I I can imagine, bro. Um, I saw another video where they reunited pets with the the people. Because, I mean, we always think about, like, the fucking people and whatnot, right? But, like, the animals, like, the the stray animals or fucking, I mean, I have four dogs or whatever. Fucking police come and beating on my door. I, you know, I may be able to take one or two of them, but like mm-hmm. the two big ones are like 200 pounds. Like I'm not going to be able to wrangle them out, you know, right. in enough time for like a bomb that's going to go off in and two minutes. find out or something happened to them. It's like, it's a sad moment, bro. So. Oh, dude, my heart would fucking yeah. disintegrate, you know. I would have jumped right on that RV. For sure, for sure. But um, yeah, that was cool. Um, But man, it, if it wasn't for these officers, that's crazy. But um, let's let's get into like where, how, who who did this? Okay, so, um, well, before we get into that, let's talk about, like, the aftermath of the situation. Okay. So after it goes off, obviously it creates all sorts of, you know, structural and infrastructural damage. Uh, so um, the RV was parked right next to an AT&T um, phone exchange network. So basically, um, when you think of, like, you know, those 22 skidoo pictures of, like, an operator, like, you know, connecting people's phone lines, you know, uh, unplugging something into one uh, thing and, and plugging into another. That's basically what that building was. Yeah. You know, it was basically this building full of... It's a networking center. Networking center, you know, where all sorts of information is being processed at, you know, uh, hospitals, um, anything that had like AT&T services. You yeah, know, we're same. talking about cell phone, uh, cell phone, internet, uh, cable TV, uh, 911 emergency lines use AT&T hospital systems, uh, Memphis air traffic control, uh, the ATMs, like anything that you can think of that's like computerized and relies on some side of kind of, some sort of network was down for multiple days, if not weeks due to this uh, attack <laughs> basically yeah, and on is, that building. And this, uh, this building controlled like, the whole southern eastern region of the United States. Yeah. That, that's what the crazy thing was. It wasn't just, oh, Nashville. Nashville. No, it's literally the whole southern eastern of the United States. Like, that's crazy, bro. And what's fucked up is, and I know you sent me that podcast where they were super conspiratorial about it, and they're like, well, it wasn't the bomb that did that because a few days later, before then, I was going through Nashville, and uh, my cell phone service was uh, was horrible well, first yeah. thing I want to point out is ATT has fucking horrible yeah. cell phone service. Yeah. Uh, even I think I can agree to that because I have ATT. Yeah, like you'll be going down like just the street randomly, and all of a sudden something cuts off if you're on the phone with people. Or uh-huh. my girlfriend, she has a, a brand new iPhone 13, and she'll even experience like internet uh, outages. So you got that. Also, Tennessee. Yeah. I don't care if you live in Nashville, which is a big t- uh, city. Nashville has horrible fucking service due to you know the population due to the population and just kind of like in the middle of butt fuck nowhere so that that's got it going against it as well as like you mentioned at the beginning of the episode they were experiencing you know weather problems as well as you know covid created all sorts of network problems as well so fuck that podcast for being a nah, yeah, <laughs> alex jones they, and they shit. really were though bro they, yeah they, they were all on that they're turning the at&t is turning the frogs gay <laughs> 
<laughs> Art would have loved that episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, it fu- like you said, it fucked up uh, communications, you know, through the whole Southeast United States. Yeah, so, I mean, just think that, bro. Like, I'm glad I'm glad we weren't over there because, mm-hmm. I mean, the way the way people are all, all on their phone and everything like that, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Especially you know? on Christmas, yeah. man. <laughs> I got to take a picture of this tamale, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I got to post it on my Instagram real quick. Uh, I'm gonna be fancy. <laughs> put some fucking queso fresco on this shit, man. Fucking some salsa verde. <laughs> oh, so many people over there were probably hurt, bro. Uh. <laughs> what do you mean I can't uh, post this picture of my fucking potato salad with raisins in it, man? Fuck this. <laughs> um. Uh, with that bombing, bro, there was one sketch thing I, I did find out. Um, I was because I, like I told you, I, I looked up on Google Maps. Um, he was parked in front of an AT and T building, which mm-hmm. is the whole networking building, because uh, you could see that clearly on the video. Correct. But if you look up on Google Maps right now, it says it's a Wilson and Sons Bank. Oh wow! Yeah. So um, I was like, I looked that up, and then like I typed it in on Google, like if there's a bank on that street, and nothing pops up as there being a bank on there, but on Google Maps, it says it's Wilson's and something bank. And I was like, well, was he really trying to blow up the AT&T Center? Or not the AT&T Center, because that's, <laughs> that's a San Antonio. Tim, <laughs> don't give stars crying. <laughs> but uh, was he, like, really trying to blow up this uh, AT&T networking building? Or was he trying to blow up a bank? But like I said, I look, looking at the videos, it doesn't show nothing about a bank being there. So I think Google Google Maps is kind of messed up right there. Maybe that. Maybe Google Maps' is, uh, information is uh, messed up. Because if you look on Google Maps in Bakersfield, like they, they have things from like the 80s. Uh, like oh, Jonathan Davis's right. dad's studio, which is the down the sh- or was down the street in the 80s. Uh-huh. It, it's a, it's been a car part place for like the last 25 years. Right. It's still listed as like a, studi- a oh, recording shit. studio. So maybe that or that building was owned by that bank. And AT and T was just leasing it out, that's so that's a possibility. So I mean, who knows? But I mean, that's that's how conspiracies get started oh, when people sure. don't have the whole gambit of information. For sure, because like, um, so that's so the very first podcast I'm listening to, and they're talking about it, right? And I'm just like, okay, well, where's the AT and T building? So I'm look, I'm looking on Google, bro. I'm like, hold on, he wasn't even near an AT and T building because I was like, the AT and T building is like two blocks away from where he even went. Uh-huh. But then you look at the video, I was like. Oh, oh okay. he was at the AT&T building, <laughs> like, my bad. There was probably an AT&T <laughs> store down the street where you bought, like, a fucking iPhone 12 at that yeah. time or a fucking, you know, a fucking tablet or whatnot or, you know, hey, my fucking bill. I paid my fucking bill, but you guys didn't fucking. Cause they, again, AT&T has horrible yeah. customer service. Uh, they probably had a store down the street from there, but the actual building, which um, this I- is true, it's not an actual building that you can walk in, talk to a receptionist and, you know, you know, go take a dookie if you need, if need be kind of thing. It's kind of just like a shell right. with a bunch of computer systems within it, which we have one of those downtown, which right. is across the street or kind of adjacent to another podcast studio yeah. uh, that I was at. And I was talking maybe six or seven months ago when I was dropping stickers off and he was like, oh yeah, man, like the homeless that go over there to like get warmth or whatever, like they fuck around a lot and they'll have like fires next to it. And I guess because the networking center sends out all sorts of gases, I want to say. Right. It was every once in a while, you'll see like big fireball shoot out of that building. I was like, no fucking way. Oh, wow. And then no sooner, like maybe like two weeks later, I get like a, a DM from him. He's like, yeah, see, I told you. Like they were fucking around. And there's, I guess, now I'm not this much of a computer nerd to know, but right. like I guess 
there is some kind of exhaust that comes out of those buildings mm-hmm. to where you can't have people work in there necessarily like, you know, a nine to five, but they'll dump out every once in a while. Okay. And like, if you have something flammable, like a bomb or right. like a bomb fire, if you're a fucking it'll bomb, make it a bigger bomb, it'll make it even bigger bomb kind of thing. So that who, the guy that we're about to talk about must have known that. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah, because they talk about how he was a computer nerd too. So he, <laughs> he might've didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I really didn't like that a lot of people would reference this as a Batman building because the Batman building is the one I was talking about that was that's three blocks away. Really? Yes. See, I didn't see that. See, and it's it's a building that's like forty stories high or something like that. And okay. That's what they consider as the Batman building because the way it's shaped and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, and um, that it really irritated me, bro, because people were like, "Oh, this is the Batman building." I'm like. Oh, that's literally like three blocks away. Like, okay. that's not the right building. Motherfuckers talking but, about shit they don't but, know about. But it is AT and T. AT and T did own it, and they did own this little, I don't need a networking center also. So, mm-hmm. but it was just you know space spaced apart, you know. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I, I started digging. You know, what <laughs> like we do. <laughs> <laughs> I have it on good authority, everybody, that uh, Jeff Bezos and Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton was a part of all this. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> We get in that later on the story, but uh, yeah, she did that too when the votes over for uh, Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe Biden, let me hear for you. That was correct. No. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Jordan, man. I didn't know you had those impressions in you, man. But uh, have you more on more often so I could save my voice from doing man. those impressions? Huh? Heard in the throat a little bit. <laughs> you want a lozenge? I got a. Whole, I got an investment I need, in them. Need a caveman coffee right now. Uh, Not <laughs> a hibiscus tea. Yes, sir. Uh, but anyways, uh, it knocked out service to all these places. Uh, but right away, uh, an investigation took place, and uh, the local FBI um, office, you know, they got involved. Uh, the ATF, uh, the Tennessee Bureau Investigation, they came through, as well as you know, uh, the local Nashville uh, bomb squad was there. And you know, like I was alluding to earlier, you know, you know what f- was originally just four officers ballooned up to five hundred yeah. investigators on the scene, which I mean, given the fact Art and I, we've covered the Boston Marathon bombing, you know, Oklahoma City bombing, obviously 9-11. In this day and age, even with COVID, you know, with tensions running high, again, this is the first holiday after, you know, the whole Black Lives Matter movement um, uh, summer. Uh, So tensions are high. So, of course, you're going to have a lot of police present when something like this pops off. And I saw a lot of podcasts that were covering thinking like, why were there so many government agencies out there? And I was like, fuck, a bomb went off, motherfucker. It's a fucking serious matter, of course. Yeah, yeah. Common sense, use your fucking head. We're not going to have Andy Griffith and Barney Rubble go out there. Well, I guess uh, (laughs) we're just going to kick the can on this one and just say, okay, maybe he he lit his fart on fire and that's what happened. (laughs) Amen. Let's all go home and celebrate the baby Jesus. Oh, like no, man. no, you're gonna want to have this attended to in a serious matter. Yeah, for sure. And this obviously, the more the more bodies you have on this, the more people you have to cover the situation and what's going on. More ground you can cover and everything like that. Correct. Because even like with um, the Olympic bombing that we covered. God damn, we covered a lot of bombings. Did you huh? guys cover the Olympic bombing? Yeah the the in guy Atlanta. that was yeah the false the guy that was false. I did not know you covered that. Correct. I, I want to cover that, so that's good. Yeah, do it. Fuck it. It's been enough time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like immediately, you know, there's already going to be people, you know, it's Nashville. They're going to have an FBI site, right. you know, somewhere close. And it's just a hop, skip and a jumping away to get it to yeah. that site. Uh, but you want to get you want to get the evidence while the evidence is hot. Uh, but they did find a lot of evidence. They found unused shells. Um that were not shot. So remember we were saying that, you know, people were calling into 911 saying yeah. they heard 
uh, shots being fired, uh, they determined that that was just a part of the recording and that those shots, those shells that they found uh, must have been, you know, came from within the RV and kind of exploded out as shrapnel. I was going to tell you that um, in the video, after the bombing goes off, you actually hear like gunshots like later on. Like, oh, really? Yeah, through the video, yeah. So if you keep playing it through, you actually hear a couple like gunshots go off and it's probably just like loose ammo, you know, just probably, overheating, yeah. just going off. So that's pretty wild. I didn't I didn't read that or see that, that mm -hmm. there's extra uh, ammo in the, in the RV, so... Yeah, and I think That's one video I saw, like, you can see, like, it's like a camera, like, obviously, like, perched on top of a building. Yeah. And you can see almost like a fucking, like, Transformers movie, like, in 4K, like, coming at, like, the fucking oh, camera, like, shrapnel, like, coming on and, like, lands probably, like, you know, just next to this camera on top oh, of wow. this uh, building that's, like, two blocks away and whatnot. So it was a pretty hearty blast. No, it was, yeah. Uh, but they also find human remains, which the FBI immediately takes for testing. Um, and they actually are able to match it with uh, the person's name uh -huh. that they connect to the VIN number that they find, um, you know, from the RV, uh, which was an Anthony Quinn Warner. Now, uh, they get immediately family members call in and be like, oh, no, that's my son or that's my cousin or that, that, that that's my, my brother, my brother husband or whatever, right? Uh, obviously, <laughs> I'm joking around. <laughs> my brother husband. <laughs> hey, uh, my sister wife. <laughs> <laughs> dude uh i'm i'm an idiot because when i read uh they found who he was by tissue i was thinking like blowing Vocals? their nose yeah <laughs> i'm like there's no fucking way they found out who this person was by blowing his nose there's like, how <laughs> i didn't think of actual body tissue you know? <laughs> I'm such an idiot, bro. Uh, Art, I'm going to need you to come back from celebrating Christmas to get back on the spot. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, bro. I, I was so lost. In the, and then it, like, it clicked to me. You know, I was like, oh, yeah. that's what they meant by tissue. T that tissue. <laughs> and one dark web video. It's not on the dark web. But yeah, one video that didn't live on YouTube that I saw. It's pretty gross. That It shows some of his body parts. Oh. Um, like, you know, it's. I mean, it looks like something that came out of Spirit Halloween store, but like, like just like uh, with spaghetti sauce Ugh. on it. It's disgusting. I didn't see that one. Uh, yeah, and you don't want to. You can I, forward it to me. I like <laughs> I like gruesome stuff. Go <laughs> rotten dot com slash art Jacob Yes, America. sir. Um, but um, no, you see it, and that's where they got it from. But yeah, they they also find the VIN number. They link it to uh, that Anthony Warner. Uh, that the the RV was uh, registered in his name. Obviously, you know when something like this pops off, family members are calling in because immediately they they put that out into the press. Like, hey, yeah. this this RV. If if you're Anthony Warner and this car was stolen, let us know so we can investigate a different lead. Uh, but they release it out to the press. Family members are like, oh my god, he we we don't know where he's at. Uh, but immediately they submit to um, DNA testing because a lot of conspiracy theories cons were getting propagated because of this like well how are they able to get that dna so quick well yeah. it's just because there was that many there that much manpower on right. the scene as well as uh they put the name out there with with the vin number that you can electronically look at right. like that and find out who who was put and, it out and in the it media. was part of the vin number it wasn't even a full vin number it was part of one and that's how they like okay well part of this vin number let's see what, what RV like it matches up to, and that's how they were able to match it up to it. Correct, and they immediately put the name out. The family members are coming forward. They immediately submit to the DNA test. Right, uh, we guys, we live in 2021. We're not living in 1963 anymore. Right, you know, to sure. the to those conspiracy theorists out there. But anyways, uh, immediately comes back as a match. 
Uh, also, they find hair in a hat. That's what I was going to tell you that. Okay. Yeah, they also find hair in a hat uh, in a car that was given away to a friend in L.A. Mm-hmm. that also matched uh, to Mr. Warner. And that's how they were able to identify uh, the suspect number the the prime suspect here in yeah, this bombing. It was out of the hat and out of the gloves. Correct. The only thing that that gets me on this, where I can say, "Oh, the the, the lizard people over here," <laughs> well, you know, but uh, uh, they had access to his house. They so, did. Yeah, they went to his house the very next day. Okay. So why didn't they just go into his house and grab something else? Like I know, uh, very uh, like the number one form of uh, DNA, toothbrush. Correct. Why don't you use a toothbrush? Well, they probably there was some tissues in the garbage as well. Uh, <laughs> probably tissue, some DNA, yeah. yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, um, another one's like underwear, you know, because it's mm. all on your body. Or a sock. Another shirt, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a sock under the bed. Yeah. Yes. So I, I was I was really like wondering like why didn't they grab other pieces? And all of a sudden it was out of a car. They just grabbed these two items. So if you want to say like conspiracy on this, that's one of my main things. Like I feel you on huh, that. You know? I think I think. Um, because you have to get a search warrant and it has to be warranted to go in there because they didn't know for sure, for or sure. probable cause. Probable cause, which comes into play later, like when it comes into right. the police and his story. Uh, but I'm, I'm thinking like that process takes a while. Again, it's Christmas. Judges are probably on vacation, Tahiti yeah. or some shit. More so, than likely, yeah. So the, the proper venue, avenues to get into his house they had to go through like some red tape to get to it. And that's why the FBI was like, hey, we got this fucking spaghetti leg right here. Why don't we go fucking DNA test this with his mother? You know, and that's who they did it with. We got a mom. turkey leg and it's not even from Disneyland. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's why they went that route. So they, they were exploring all options. But yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, why didn't they just get the sock under the bed to do the DNA test? But I guess this evidence came to him faster. But again, you got to look at the scene. It's right. Christmas. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Shit, somebody come at me at my job, at my government job, like, fuck you, that's your problem. I'm on vacation. I'm yep. opening up uh, the, how the Grinch stole Christmas uh, presents over here. Yeah, dude, it, I thought it was dumb, too, where they're like, well, why wasn't anybody working at the AT&T Center? There's people, I'm like, bro, it's Christmas. Everybody's off on Christmas. Like, mm-hmm. don't be so stupid. Correct, yeah. Plus, it's a, it's, it's just a regular-ass uh, networking building. There right. doesn't really need to be no somebody one, no one, there. No one probably even works there, you know? Yeah, or just, maybe just the maintenance guy and the, and the custodian. You're like, come on, really? Yeah, and he's probably at the bar down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? There's like 700 of them. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, if you want to go ahead and get into Anthony Quinn Warner. Um, yeah, man, he was... Uh, let's see. I'm just gonna pull it up real quick. He was a guy that... Um, I guess he gave his car away to the, that girl, right? Mm-hmm. In California. And... Um, with with that girl, it was just some random random girl. Nobody even knew who she was. She didn't even know who he was. To this day, we don't know how that connection right. is because I was trying to follow up with it as well. And we know who her name. It's Amanda Swing, who was actually a development director for AEG, who does all the promotion and stuff for Staples Center or Crypto.com right. Arena or whatever. Uh, but she was at that time when she got the car transferred to her and his name, she was working at StubHub. So... Uh, very attractive lady like when you look her up on um you know on the internet and uh, my only thought is is maybe like again this guy was a computer nerd maybe like you know they were he was messaging her on like maybe like an only fans type of site or whatnot that's the only thing i can think of yeah like like him being a sugar daddy or something like that yeah or just like a simp you know like subscribing to like her um if, 
you give me five dollars, I'll send a feet a foot pick or some shit like that. That's the only thing I could I could think of. Yeah. Uh, because she she looks like she's smart enough to have like that kind of hustle because she has like when you look at her her her, her profile, she has like all these like kind of internet driven jobs, uh, but also gets two houses transferred into her that's, name. That's what I wanted to bring up too. Two weeks before uh, all this happens as well. And it's crazy because. Uh, Oh, well, we didn't bring it up, but Anthony Quinn actually had a girlfriend at this time. Mm-hmm. And instead of giving this stuff to his girlfriend, he gave it to this random girl that supposedly was, he was friends with her mom or something like that. Oh, really? Like, I didn't even see that. Yeah, see, so that's where I thought it was really weird. You know, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. We're friends, but I'm not I'm not giving your wife different shit because I'm friends with you or whatever. Or I'm not giving your kid all my assets because, you know, like, uh-huh. that was that's really weird. Yeah, there's something that they're not telling us there. And I think it's, I don't think there's a conspiracy theory with it, but there's probably something there that they're building a case for something else. Kind of like the Lisa Lamb thing uh, with the Cecil Hotel where like all these conspiracies are coming out Mm -hmm. and, you know, about like her disappearance and whatnot. But the police are withholding information because the investigation needs like that secrecy until they have everything to be able to piece together. So, I mean, I'm assuming that, but... It is really strange because she's in L.A. the whole time and he's in Nashville. Yeah, which is 3,000, 4,000 miles away from each other. Oh, something really far yeah, away. Yeah, so it's like that. <laughs> make, it just makes no sense. Or yeah. maybe he just picked a random person. You know, I don't know. I, that's that's weird. And he quit claims both uh, houses call, too, which is not a girl. fucking, not an easy process. So I don't know. Maybe he, he was, uh, that sock under the bed was from some feet pics on OnlyFans. But um, a quick background on Anthony Quinn Warner. Uh, he was actually born and raised in the Nashville area in a town called Antioch. Antioch. Uh, his dad actually worked for Bell South, which was later acquired by AT&T. <laughs> um, uh, he actually, for most of his life, worked in the IT industry, which is basically like the guy that comes around and like fixes your computer or, you know, in an office setting or, you know, sets your computer up or, you know, configures the network and whatnot. Uh, he also had a business, uh, self-employment business, where you know he set up, you know, alarms and you know networks to, um, you know, tap into those alarms. You know, like uh, kind of like those a, what what is it? Uh, rich people have like Brinks or some shit. Where's I, like, I was gonna say Brinks, but not, but yeah, I know what you're talking about like the house house uh, cameras and stuff like that, right? Yeah, like you know, if somebody opens up a window, like they're on the phone with the police. Yeah, the, is that some operator in like Nashville is like on the phone with yeah, like, like the police within like not even a minute. You know, if it's going on for thirty seconds, Mister Pitson, are you okay? We yeah. we have a window that was opened up in your residence, and it's yeah. like, oh no, it's just me. I'm smoking weed out my bedroom yeah. window. <laughs> 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 okay, we'll let the police know that it's not a big deal. Uh, but yeah, like he was one of those individuals that would set up those systems. Uh, but the weeks uh, leading up to all of this, uh, out of nowhere, he he quit his jobs. Um, he gave no notice uh, of why he was quitting these jobs. Oh, see, I didn't get into that. Yeah, one of the real estate firms that he was working for actually said that it was just like out of just nowhere. Like he just you know sent them an email saying like, hey. Uh, you guys are going to have to look for a new IT guy because I'm no longer going to be working any longer. Um, and then, you know, a couple of weeks later, like we said, uh, he gave a, a home, one of his homes, I guess his name appeared on two homes, uh, to a lady in LA, the Miss um, Michelle Swing, uh, as well as another one for $0. Now, when you quit claim somebody, quit claim a property to somebody, you have to have a value on that home. So that way, you know, when the tax man comes, they right. know how to tax you. But when you do it for zero dollars, 
tax man can't come and uh, yeah. tax you. So he knew what he was doing. He was right. trying to hook her up, basically. So it's kind of like when you buy a car from right. somebody. When you submit that to the DMV, you don't actually tell them the actual amount you bought the car for. Um, mm. A little inside baseball here. Uh, you know, you, you tell them, like, oh, it was a gift, and they gifted it to me for $0. So you don't right. pay an extra tax on it. Um, he did that for her. Uh, he actually did it in 2019 as well to the same lady. And um, when she asked him, why, why are you doing this? Again, you said, like, this is just somebody that was an acquaintance online. Or whatever, yeah. He told her, like, I have cancer. I'm not going to be living any longer. And that may be true, but we don't have any confirmation because right. medical records don't indicate that at all. Right. I was uh, I was wondering that, can, like, obviously they found the body tissue. Would they be able to, like, search that body tissue to see if he actually had cancer? I'm assuming so, but I mean... I mean, with the technology we have now, maybe, but I, I, I did wonder that. And maybe that's something they do have and they just haven't released yet. Because, again, this is pretty much... A, it's pretty new. A year-old case, and, you know, the way things work, especially during COVID time, is a lot slower. So I'm assuming yes, Yeah. but I don't know. Maybe he had brain cancer, and that brain was just, you know, brain and all the cancer in it was demolished in the explosion. Mm-hmm. But I mean, who knows? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, like I said, with the technology, you would you would think that they they could do that. Mm-hmm. But um, he with with the bombing, uh, it's kind of weird because he he wanted to do this because it had to do something like with the, with his dad. He had a conspiracy with the with the, the it giving his dad a a certain disease that killed that he believed killed his father because of five G. I, I did see that. Yeah, I. I think investigators were trying to link this to 5G because that 5G conspiracy, mm-hmm. I think Art and I covered it, I believe like May of last year or something when it was like super fresh or whatever. But yeah, we're talking about COVID times. Right. 5G networks were just being rolled out. And, you know, there was a big conspiracy out there in the world that, um, oh, COVID's fake. It's just the the after effects of 5G networks that are scrambling your, uh, your insides and creating this disease that's killing everybody and whatnot. Uh, and like I mentioned, his dad did work for Bell South, and I believe it was like in 2017 or whatnot, his dad dies, like you said, of right. some disease. And investigators, as of today, I don't know what's going to be released you know, a month or six months from now, uh, they were trying to piece that together because he was really into a lot of conspiracy theories. Right. And this, because they were trying to find a motive, like why would he... And they still don't have a motive, that's weird. Yeah, I mean, they can only speculate. Right. Um, but yeah, they were trying to say like, well, maybe he was a 5G cause he was into a lot of conspiracy theories, which we'll get into. Maybe he was a part of this 5G conspiracy theory. He was very distraught at Bell South. That girlfriend you were talking about, uh, she said that he held a lot of animosity, um, with AT&T, uh, because they acquired Bell South for whatever reason she didn't know. And they were trying to say, like, okay, maybe he this this attack on this building was a part of the five G conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Which, when you go back to that in Britain and I believe in Australia as well, a lot of people were attacking cell phone towers and buildings oh, wow. because know. of that five uh, G conspiracy theory. Yeah, and, and like how you brought up, that's how people they they thought COVID was just like um, I like a diversion, mm-hmm. kind of like a diversion, so that way okay, well, we're going to keep spreading this 5G. And it's a lot of people think it's going to come into our brain and make us start thinking different ways and stuff uh-huh. like that. So uh, him, like we were talking about, he's a big conspiracy guy. 
like you said, he got in a lizard people and where he was actually looking for uh, lizard people just weeks before, like I believe it's a two weeks before this in a national forest out Correct. there in uh, Tennessee. And it's like, what the heck? Like, yeah. Dude, so, and he's just like, look, maybe he was looking for Bigfoot too. Who knows? Yeah. But he was, he was a real <laughs> big conspiracy guy, dude. And that, that's weird. And you know, to think like this whole 5g thing, like you said, they're trying to put it, they're trying to put it together in like, even to this day, a year later, mm-hmm. still no clear motive. Yeah. I mean, the, cause usually when people do something like this, there's a, a manifesto, uh, like right. with, uh, the Unabomber or Timothy McVeigh, like they put something out there in the universe uh, that lets people know their motive. Uh, he did send out packages prior uh, to this event uh, where he did espouse a lot of these conspiracy theories. So it's not just like they're pulling this out of thin air um, where he was talking about like 9-11 was an inside job, uh, the moon landing was fake, uh, the re- whole reptilian things that you were talking about, uh, as well as he believes that UFOs have been attacking our our, our nation since 2011 and that he he actually went out to a national forest, you know, a couple of weeks previous to go look for them. Uh, and he wrote one of his ending messages on uh, one of those packages was that everything is an illusion. Uh, there is no such thing as death, which basically um, that's the simulation theory uh, right. that Elon Musk fucking talks about and shit. And it, it kind of gives credence to like yes he could have been somebody that believed in the 5g conspiracy if you're going to go down these 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 rabbit holes why wouldn't you go down the 5g one especially he's fresh out or fresh in the midst of covid times yeah no and i mean i agree it's just it's wild bro it's wild to like i mean obviously you guys cover conspiracies we cover conspiracies so it's like Mm -hmm. it so that's why it's a good topic to cover on this because exactly. all the conspiracies he was thinking of, and it's just like, man, you know. And then the podcast I was sending you and stuff was like, that's all they were thinking about was conspiracies and trying yeah, to yeah, creating their own conspiracies. Yeah, and because shit. I was, um, so I was. I don't know if you you got this not. Um, they were saying that the polls from uh from Georgia that I guess uh they moved the polls like the the things all the way to Nashville and and it was at that building. Oh really? Yeah. So they they think that the reason why this bombing happened was was another uh, assumption is that uh, he was blowing up the polls. It was basically the the Democrats, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And uh, they they blew up these polls so that way they can't do ballot counting anymore. Yeah, that was one. Of, that's one of the conspiracies because <laughs> because it came it came from Georgia. The we'll just say boxes. I don't, I, I don't remember that actual name of them. Okay, but the, yeah, but yeah. these boxes, these poll boxes. They shipped them from Georgia all the way. Oh, over. so like Trump votes, they blew up Trump votes. Yeah, or something like that, you know, or, <laughs> or, or like or like Democrat votes, so that way they can't uh, assume that that's what uh, how how they cheated the. Oh, the, the fake ones. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God, that that was a conspiracy, bro. Suck like, my fat dick. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, like really, like this is crazy. With no evidence to support it, just pulling, and that's the big problem. And this is why this is such a genius topic. Mm-hmm. that you brought to the table yeah it's a very tragic event at the end of the day i think he was just suicidal he was alone um real quickly uh the police actually investigate investigated him uh, a couple months previous his girlfriend was 16, suicide- 16 months previous there you go um she was suicidal apparently and uh, she had two guns that she took out of the house and she said that hey you know he's making bombs in his rv uh 
police came out, actually sent her to like a, a mental facility to get her checked out because she's suicidal. Yeah. Uh, they kind of looked into whether he was making bombs or not and then kind of were like, eh, we don't smell anything, which is exactly what the police chief said. And in hindsight, you know, they should have followed up more, but uh, they didn't see any proof of this. They didn't have probable cause to enter his right. residence, do any of this. But at the end of it, I just think it was a very depressed dude. He was probably going through some shit with that girl. Mm. Um, he's 63 years old. Right. He doesn't have any children. It's the holiday season. He's coming out of COVID, which was, you know, these lockdowns. I mean, right. have whatever opinion on it COVID. It depressed a lot of people. It did, being in lockdown by yourself with no family. I was lucky enough to have my girlfriend and a newborn baby in a world-famous podcast and great friends like yourself <laughs> and Caveman Coffee and L.U. Teco um, to, to kind of comfort me during these times. But some people like these, these people that are like 63 years old by themselves, probably going through some shit with that girl, didn't have that and probably became suicidal at that point. And th- this has all the hallmarks of a stereotypical person that commits suicide, starts giving away, you know, prized possessions like property, cars, yeah. and shit like that. So he's probably just somebody that was depressed. But um, it got me, though, bro, because I was like, okay, I mean, you say that there's no probable cause, but I feel like, okay, there's no probable cause, but you went to his house because of, of a situation of you hearing that he has bombs in in an mm-hmm. RV. I think that's probable cause, bro. Like to to find out what's going on. Obviously, he didn't answer the door, so they didn't talk to him, which is dumb because the cops just left. Uh-huh. But for something like so serious, like in that matter, you'd come again the following day yeah. or the following day, and they only checked up that one time. And it's like, well, the police chief said that they followed up for a week, and he never responded to uh, his door. As well as they contacted his lawyer and the he, lawyer's the one that fed them the the yeah, T two and, and yeah his own lawyer said that yeah he has the capability of making bombs, uh, but I don't know for sure if he is or not, and but he probably won't answer the door because he's skeptical of right. you know the government and yep. you know police and whatnot, and so without like them actually seeing like a bomb being made and again again coming off the whole like you know black lives matter movement that summer yeah a lot of people were down on the police so police were gonna follow protocols to a t whether it be a black man or a white man or whatnot like you're not you're not gonna want to have any more negative attention on you yeah and what the police chief was saying like in his um uh statement to the press uh, it's a very good statement too and this kind of puts everything into perspective he's like you know i trust my officers uh, they're not just going to go into a home, you know, just to be going into a home without proper uh, probable cause. Like, he, that's just some smoke that we just don't want. And um, not to make an analogy to smoke on there, but that, um, they just they wanted to make sure that, you know, they didn't have any negative attention towards them. They were following protocol to a T. So I get why they didn't do it during that time period. Right. But at the same time, I do feel like, yeah, he was super depressed He's reading into all these conspiracy theories, which, I mean, we'll cover these conspiracy theories and it will fuck you up. Yeah. It will fuck you up unless you have a proper perspective of like, oh, this is bullshit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's fun. Like to- flat earth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, or even like like 9-11 was an inside George Bush. I mean, yeah, I don't like George Bush, but at the heart of it, I don't think he did that intentionally. Right. I think there was just a lot of negligence, but- It'll fuck you up in the if you're depressed, and then you don't give proper perspective to some of these these conspiracy theories. 
like it'll fuck with your mind and i think that's why this happened yeah and he i mean he didn't have no help he didn't go to no psychiatrist or nothing like that and i mean like you said being being in lockdown and everything he was just getting eaten alive you know and Mm -hmm. i mean i know it's a horrible horrible situation that happened but i mean realistically he was being a gentleman and telling everyone to leave yeah yeah i will say this yeah (laughs) i will say that yeah he he was trying to give people I mean, it's fucked up because he fucked up communications to like, right. hospitals and shit like that. So it wasn't too chivalrous of him. <laughs> let's, let's, <laughs> right, let's, right, right. It's kind of pumped the brakes just a little. But no, I get what you're saying. And another fucked up thing is he actually took his dogs with him oh, in the RV. And his wow. dog exploded with him in the RV. So that's kind of fucked up. But uh, I did not know that. Yeah, that's, that's sad. That's super sad. It depressed the shit out of me when I saw oh, that shit, wow. man. Fucking started playing fucking uh, in the arms of an of an, of an angel. Right oh my god! I did I did not know that. That's very sad, bro. But yeah, no, he. It wasn't an act of terror, and that was like a big thing too. People were like, "Well, why aren't we labeling Whoa. this an act of terror?" And it's because no, he was not trying, quote unquote, right. to hurt people. It, there was no necessarily necessarily any political motivation or social motivation. Like he wasn't doing it because you know they're turning the frogs gay or you know the <laughs> the Democrats or fucking Mitch McConnell or Trump or anything yeah. like that. No, it was more or less. It just was an elaborate suicide attempt. Yeah. It, um. But like how you brought up earlier is the whole like gases and stuff like that. Maybe he did blow it up so that way in this building so that way it could just cause a bigger gas, mm-hmm. you know, and, and make it a bigger bomb. I mean, I I don't know. I'm just trying to come up with an assumption, you know. I I think so. Um. But uh, like I said, he, he was kind of a gentleman telling China, like, hey, everyone, get the hell out of here. I'm trying to blow some shit up, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, But get to me, I, if it was me, bro, and I'm trying to commit suicide, I would have just drove my vehicle right through the building and just like, <laughs> boom, let's let's set it all on fire. Let's just go, you know. <laughs> Instead of just parking there for a few no, hours yeah. or something, I would be like, let's do it, you know. I so. Maybe. I don't know, man. I <laughs> I'm not trying to commit suicide, period. No, man. neither am I. But I'm just saying, like, if it came down to the situation, yeah. that's probably what I would have ended up if you're doing. Trying to go out in the blaze of glory, kind of thing. Because <laughs> he did tell his neighbors. His neighbors were asking him, like, "Hey, so, uh, so Tony, um, oh, yeah, uh, what, what, got any plans for Christmas?" And he was like, "Yeah, uh, the whole world in Nashville will never forget my name." And I thought that was creepy. So you know he That's been, very creepy, dude. You know he had thought about this. So it's not like he just he was necessarily just depressed like Kurt Cobain and wanted to just end it all peacefully. Like no, this motherfucker, he he wanted to go down Oh yes. Infamously. Like like uh what's uh big right now? Uh serious red flags. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> flag, 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 Man. flag, 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 YouTube flag, flag, flag kind of thing. It's like, dude, like why didn't anyone try to talk to him? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, if if his neighbor did hear that, you know, it was like, find out what the hell is going on. You know, you you would think if you're if you're a true friend, you know, correct, yeah. And I think that's the problem. Yeah. He didn't really have friends. His family was kind of distant. Uh, there was neighbors that knew him for twenty five years, and they said that like they didn't really know anything about him. They didn't know even know any of his political affiliations or where he stood on anything, any sports teams he followed or anything. It was very much like. He had this house. He, he was good with his dogs, obviously. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> and then he built like a privacy fence around uh, that RV that kind of stood in his yard for years until the last month of his life. Yeah, and it's crazy that um, no no one really speculated in uh, going to the like uh, the Google pictures. They actually see the RV just right there. It's mm. like perfectly. It's like it's the, it's the exact RV, man. There's no way it wasn't him. Yeah. You know? So yeah. it was crazy. 
I just think though, like, like I was saying, the whole genius of this topic that you brought to us is just like how dangerous like conspiracy theories can be, you know. Um, uh, how how it can make your mind go and just keep going in circles, you know, with mm-hmm. any with all of them, you know. It, it wasn't just like he believed in one; he believed in like multiple. It, you know, that's crazy. And it was not like he was a dumb individual. I mean, it takes some smarts to be like an IT guy, a self-employed IT guy that you know you just have to rely on yourself basically. And, you know, so it's not like he was a dumb person. Right. You know, he's a very smart individual, but it can fuck with you. In COVID times, conspiracy theories were running wild, like Hulkamania mm-hmm. in 88. And <laughs> like and, Ultimate War going over there and shaking the rope. Yeah, fucking running down like that never ending <laughs> aisle during SummerSlam, I want to say it was. But, um, yeah, it's that's why we made it a point at one point during our run on the podcast where we, we did an episode called conspiracy theories revisited where very much in the beginning, like we both would ham it up like, Oh, fucking George Bush probably did nine 11 or fucking Bigfoot is the reason for X, Y, and Z is happening. Alex Jones should be, we should celebrate him on Christmas. We would ham it up, you know, entertainingly, (laughs) but we kind of went back on it. I think shortly before all this happened, just because like, man, People are really getting fucked up off of these conspiracy theories. And then fast forward two weeks after all this happened, conspiracy theories that even that the election was stolen and, you know, you got people breaking into the Capitol, you know, multiple police died, you know, and a lady got shot in the head because they believed stupid conspiracy theories, you know, and that's fine. I, I welcome people questioning everything. You shouldn't just accept everything at face value. You should question it a little bit, but don't get so obsessed and dig your heels in the sand yeah. that a, a false narrative becomes the only narrative that you believe. Yeah, because like even with this, obviously it's a conspiracy theory because I was looking into it because obviously the QAnon mm-hmm. and uh, they're saying, oh, well, what's his middle middle name and his middle initial? Quinn. Yeah. Oh, this is the Q. And then what's his last name? Oh, it's W. So QAnon, uh, it, it, it fits right away. No, it's, it, it wasn't a conspiracy. Yeah. And I, that's but, why I hate, I mean, I, I miss the days when conspiracy theories were fun. Right. Because at the end of the day, we knew that it, it was it was no more real than the undertaker being an actual dead man. Right. You know, we knew it. We, we, we suspended the belief in it because it's fun to think that, but when you actually really start to believe it, that's when it becomes dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, like I, like I was telling you earlier in the episode, conspiracies go all the time. So it's like, they made this into conspiracy. They, they still think, um, uh, the Las Vegas shooting was a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. And say, like I said earlier, I broke my toe. Oh, why? How'd you break it too? Oh, this it, you you hurt your toe because you tripped over this rock, and why was that rock there? And like people always try to make conspiracy out of every little thing, bro. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why? We don't need to. If it's that's the truth, that's the truth. You know, yeah. leave so, it that way. It's, I mean, the truth is sometimes it's not convenient, sometimes it's not fun, but I mean, the truth is going to be the truth. You know, yeah. and at the end of the day, time will tell. You know what is true and what's not yeah. true. You know, that's like when people come to me and they're like, "What about this conspiracy?" And I'm like. Let me let's sit on this for a while till like a lot of the facts come out. Well, no, that gives the government time to manipulate it. I'm like, bro, I'm not gonna say what part of the government I work for, but like, there is so much other shit we gotta look at. We don't got time to fuck around with like little pieces of shit like this when there's billions of people and things in this world. Yeah. Um. Before we we actually get off on on this, um, I don't know if if you read this or not, but uh, I'm gonna just share it. On November 21st of this year, so what? 11 months later? No, well, but yeah, but was it maybe like three weeks ago? Mm-hmm. 
the ex-girlfriend of uh, this gentleman is suing the uh, police department for $284,000 because she wants the reward money for turning him in. Oh, man. Dude, she literally said that she was the one that told them about it 16 months ago mm-hmm. and that um, she knew that it was him because on the CD downtown, she goes, he he played that song for me. I, I know it was him. Mm-hmm. So that's what she, she's like her evidence of like why she needs this money. Because I forgot who it was. Someone offered two hundred thirty thousand dollars of a uh, of reward money. Yeah. And then uh, the PD, I guess, offered like another thirty four thousand. So she wants the full two hundred eighty four thousand dollars. She in might have money. a point though, because I mean, yeah, a lot of people came forward. You know, like family members and stuff. Like once you know all this happened, they were able to get the VIN number. But you said it six months, sixteen months previous. She was the one that alerted police that, you know, there was bombs being made. And, right. And then, like you said, with the truth of the matter, when the truth came out, I was like, oh, yes, she was right. Yeah. Her and the lawyer were right. So, I mean, she has a case to be to be had there. So, I mean, I don't think anybody else got the money. No. Well, no. I mean, I don't know when they offered the reward up. But so this is who offered. Camping World, the CEO, Marcus Lindman, offered $250,000. And then Nashville Convention and uh, Visitors Corporation offered three hundred or thirty four thousand five hundred dollars, so it would be a total of two hundred eighty eighty four thousand five hundred, and so she's suing for that uh, that amount of money, and like you're saying, she she has a good case, but I mean, with it being this late, I don't think I don't think it's gonna go to like where she's gonna end up winning the case yeah know? i mean if you're camping world just give her the fucking money just one of your fucking right. rvs uh, cost two hundred fifty thousand yeah, dollars just give her an rv you know she'd probably <laughs> be happy with that like i mean i don't know if she wants an rv after all this <laughs> happened but um y- y'all got enough money if you can buy that big ass flag that flies in front of your fucking building and that, yeah. those things would cost a pretty penny they just I'm, opened up a warehouse by my job too so yeah, yeah so i know they got money come on man hook, hook the girl up I, <laughs> i'm on her side get get your money girl yeah, so. Even if you got to start an OnlyFans, I don't know. Fuck it. Get your money. I don't want to see her OnlyFans. I ain't subscribing, but I'm saying there's well, some freaking leak out I, there. Have man. you seen what she looked like? No, no, no. I dab not. <laughs> I'm going to just show you a quick picture real quick just so you can see. And then you're like, yeah, never mind. Hey, man, there's somebody out there that would love to love her. <laughs> there's somebody out there. I'll, I'll love her after she gets the two. Have you shopped at Walmart recently, man? <laughs> there's people that are way uglier than that. They've been yeah. rolling with fucking 16 kids from yeah. the same dude. So. Yeah, yeah. Give Campy World, give her her money, goddamn it. <laughs> but yeah, like you said, um, so I mean, it. She probably she does have a case for it, you know, mm-hmm. because she did honestly. She did warn warn the police sixteen months prior, and you brought it up that oh, because the whole COVID thing, they're trying to do all that happened in two thousand nineteen. Mm-hmm. So that's actually before COVID. That's true. So it's like that's why that's that's why I'm just more like the police. I think could have did more, and they didn't. And you know, whatever she she did warn them. And, well, you know, it happened to be him. So maybe she does have a case to try to get this money. Yeah, give her her money, police. Yeah. Camping World Police, Ric Flair. Whoever else has got money. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with that said, Jordan, do you got anything else you want to add to this? Uh, um, Not really, man. Just uh, don't believe everything you read Yeah. Uh, on, on the internet, whatever. <laughs> or listen to on podcasts. Yeah, honestly, yeah, because there's a lot of bullshit we listen to. Yeah, it's it's uh, like that first podcast that you sent me. I'm not even going to say their names. I was just like listening to it. It was just it. laughable, honestly. Yeah, it was. I, I I listened to it, and I was like, Jesus Christ, bro. Like, this this is this is sad. You know, you got to make a conspiracy theory out of a dude that died because he believed conspiracy theory. It's, it's almost like a parody of itself. And But like I said during one of those 
episodes, those conspiracy episodes, like whenever you see something, make sure you fact check it and then compare it with three different sources yeah. to make sure that you have some sort of different perspective. Like, yes, I'm a very liberal person, but I always see what the other side is saying because, hey, maybe there's something that uh, I'm not seeing, you know, that point of view or whatnot. So it doesn't even have to be conspiracy theories, just even political points of view or just anything out there just to to compare like the viewpoint you always have to have a different perspective because you can literally go crazy right going down these fucking rabbit holes Dude, like fucking I, anthony quinn i heard a, a just another stupid i'm not gonna mention their name either on podcast but uh, it was another podcast and they're like oh it has to do with the uh, illuminati and the illuminati's favorite numbers uh three and this happened on the 33rd floor and it was on uh 633 avenue i'm like bro no it wasn't like what are you coming up with it was it was blown up in front of an owl building and it's like what are you talking about <laughs> like I, I i did not understand what what these people i get everything in. he was trying to say and it's just people making yeah, making stupid assumptions bro and yeah like, trying to piece together things that is just oh my god i i that's why i hate <laughs> I, I wish i i I miss conspiracy theories because people have ruined them all now. It's yeah. so fucking horrible. But uh, on that note, Jordan, thank you for bringing this topic up. Nah, for sure, man. Fucking genius, genius topic, and, man. And thank my sister, man, because uh, she, she's the one that brought it up to me. And I'm like, ooh, oh, let me pitch this to Jacob real quick. You know? so, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Jordan's sister. Maybe yeah, we'll have sure. to get you on the next show. The <laughs> 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 next time Mark doesn't show up. But uh, with that said, guys, um, you want to go ahead and shout out your podcast. Uh, yeah, man. So uh, you go ahead and follow our podcast on all networks, just like you can find our Jacob to America. Uh, our podcast is Words Are Hard. If you are looking at the YouTube, you might be able to see my shirt. I don't know. Um, designed by you, huh? Yeah, I actually designed the shirt. It's a, I'll explain to people that are just overhearing. It's a, actually just like a piece of paper that is inscripted Words Are Hard on the shirt. And it's like a scribble, scribble lettering. Mm -hmm. And then the pencil is on the left-hand side due to me and my other host, uh, Jesus Fuentes, are both left-handed. You know? That's crazy. So, so we kind of just do it in like that. conspiracy with that. Just, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, just like a little Easter egg or whatever. So, uh, yes, our podcast is Words Are Hard, the letter R. And you can find us on all platforms on Apple Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, everything. Just go ahead and uh, keep following us there. Cool. Uh, so with that said, guys. No uh, one on our Twitter. <laughs> speaking of that uh if you guys want to continue the discussion hit us up on all the social medias at art and jacob do america except for twitter we are at art and jacob do a one because that's how a steak is done uh -uh. you can you you can make the steak as good as you want without any seasoning or fucking just salt and pepper or whatever but something there's a one get at me because i actually yeah, genuinely sure. love your fucking hot yeah. your Steak sauce, I should a say. A one, go ahead and get out and sponsor for sure. Yeah. You, you know how long we, you know how long you guys been getting the shout out yeah. for free? Yeah, for free. So and we got the millions and millions listening to this wonderful, beautiful podcast. Going to Walmart, going to Target, going to Costco, getting fucking gallons of fucking A one because of me, because of my Twitter handle. Yes. So uh, make sure you go ahead and sponsor the Art and Jacob Do America podcast. Mm, man, we need to hire you as our PR right. person, just, baby. Just, just love you, man. <laughs> uh, and uh, speaking of supporting the Art Jacob Do America podcast, if you're not A1 uh, and you want to support us in a different way, guys, head on over to patreon.com slash Art Jacob Do America, uh, where every single week we piece together a bonus episode for our Patreons. 
Nine times out of ten, those episodes are better than the actual episode that you're hearing for free. So go on over there. Jordan was our special guest for the second time, second making time. his second appearance on the Patreon. He's actually a patron himself. Sir. So if you're a patron, you actually might make it on to the Art and Jacob Do America for podcast. Sure. And some of them have. Yes, they have. I've hit up quite a few of them, actually. So, um, yeah, about almost half of them have at least made some sort of appearance on this show. So, hey, if you got aspirations of being a podcaster or you just want to tell your story, uh, hit us up. Become a patron. Do that. Uh, if you want to support us in another way, um, guys, head on over to artjacobdoamerica.com uh, where Art has supplied links to our T Public merch store. So go on over there. Uh, we have four different designs designed by the great and powerful Nicole Smith-Bosch. Uh, so if you you know want to support us that way, head on over there, buy a t-shirt, buy a mug, buy a face mask, buy whatever you want over there. And it doesn't necessarily monetarily help us out, but it helps get the good word out. You're like a walking, walking billboard. billboard, baby. There you go. I love it. You can, you can be on SmackDown or Monday Night Raw with an Art and Jacob Do America uh, t-shirt, and it lets the millions and millions know that we exist uh, in the multiverse <laughs> <laughs> man there you it's go a good one, especially for tonight it's a good one fuck yeah um as well if you want to check out some other great podcasts guys i highly recommend going on over to the pod belly network uh where they have an assortment of great podcasts uh, brother podcasts sister podcasts if you will uh so go on over there and check them out check out my two of my personal favorites and friends of the show uh the sofa king podcast where they've pretty much done every single topic that's out there except for this one. We beat him there, yeah. Jordan. <laughs> uh, as well as my buddy uh, Eddie at the RRBG podcast. Still where, jealous of that guy. Yeah, man. Every week he's interviewing some sort of celebrity. So um, uh, check him out. Support him. Support the network in any which way you can. But with that said, Jordan, Merry Christmas, motherfucker. Yeah. Hey, Merry Christmas, brother. And um, come on, Kenny Omega. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you once again for coming on. Uh, but with that said, guys, it's lunchtime. I'm hungry. Yeah. This guy's hungry. I gotta go get an oil change, and then I gotta go see Spider-Man. Bro. So I'm yeah. excited. Ooh, I, me too, man. I just got an erection thinking about that. So with that <laughs> said, guys, goodbye and good night. And good night too. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> this morning, investigators are piecing together clues from that devastating Christmas Day bombing in Nashville trying to figure out why 63-year-old Anthony Quinn Warner blew himself up inside an RV at an AT&T building. And overnight, newly released body camera videos showing the moments police officers responded to the scene. That's so weird. That's like something out of a movie. And just moments later, the bomb detonated. In the chaos, officers evacuating people who were still in their homes. The blast knocking down a building and shattering windows and doors for blocks. Investigators are still looking for Warner's motivation behind the attack. He was not on our radar. Sources tell ABC News investigators are looking at a theory that Warner may have been motivated, at least in part, by a paranoia over 5G cell technology. Conspiracy theories falsely allege 5G networks can weaken the immune system, among other things. And intelligence agencies warned earlier this year that threats against 5G communications infrastructure are on the rise. Everyone knows that his father did work for AT&T. Interviews are still being conducted to determine, uh, it, you know, if that plays in uh, any whatsoever into the motive. The New York Times reporting Warner told his ex-girlfriend he had cancer and gave her his car. And a neighbor telling ABC News just last week, Warner said Nashville and the world, quote, 
is never going to forget me. No one can do it better like this, that, and this, and uh, it's like that, and like this, and like that, and uh, it's like this. Then who gives a fuck about those? So just chill to the next episode.